welcome to the very first episode of Almost Better Than Silence. My name is Douglas Coleman, and I'm going to explain how this show is going to work. So, we have a f- total of four hosts, and we all have varying schedules, so the idea of the show is that at least two of the four will be able to get together once a week and record an episode. Um, if it turns out our schedules magically sync up, there's the possibility that we might have all four hosts on, on an episode at once, but don't get your hopes up, but hopefully that does happen at certain points. But uh, up to this point, I've only been able to have uh, one-on-one discussions with each of the other hosts, so in this episode, I'm going to share clips of those discussions so you're, you're introduced to the other hosts, Matt Basta, AJ Elker, and Joe Rooney. But yeah. Uh, so I'm Matt, and uh, I work at a company called Box in Los Altos, California. I'm a software engineer. I usually make websites, but not always. Um, I read video games on the side. I am a huge Android fan. I don't like iOS. Um, <laughs> lately, I think I've been more of a, a casual gamer than sort of a, a what you would perhaps refer to as a hardcore gamer. Um, been really getting stuck in with a lot of mobile games. Been uh, working with games on the web. Not necessarily Flash, but HTML5 style stuff. Um, yeah, it, that's that's about it. It's me in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I'm Andrew Elkert. You can call me AJ. been gaming since I was four first first system was a game boy original game boy i should say and uh i enjoy pretty much every type of game so i have insight on every genre and uh we're going to talk about some games hopefully as a result of this podcast there's something you and i or the rest of the guys that are involved can somehow build like some kind of small scale indie game just for the shits and gigs. And like, that'll also build our fan base. People have something to play and be like, Oh, these, this is by the guys I like to listen to and hopefully learn something as <laughs> like we, as we like produce this. Yeah. That's the, that'd be nice. That'd be freaking awesome. Actually. I think, well, the, the person who really got me excited about that prospect was uh Matt Basta. He's, he wants to be a, a host on the show as well. And hopefully he said something about even doing like a dev stream of, of us like working on stuff. So that could be exciting in the future. So it's something to think about. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of uh format or like platform or like what we'd be thinking as far as what kind of game, but I'm sure even if it's like even something for mobile development we could do, who knows? Well, we'd probably end up being like something like on computers or... Yeah, I think to start out, we'll uh, stay in our realm of understanding and stuff we are used to. I think it'd be cool maybe and just like start out with a Flash game just to do it. We can even have like... And that stuff is... You can easily adapt that stuff for other venues like yeah. consoles and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Think about um Super Meat Boy. I'm pretty sure that started as a Flash game and now that's like full scale. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of games. Uh, Cave Story is a big one. That oh, that's one was right. On the computer exclusively, and uh, that turned out to be a huge hit. Yeah, one of the neat indie games that really stuck out for me was uh, Machinarium or Machinarium. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it was that one where you're like a robot in a really detailed world, and you could only like click to move him around, but you had to basically solve like the problems in the environment to uh, progress through the story. And it's pretty neat because pretty much. Your robot girlfriend got kidnapped by these 
bad guys and you have to just uh ultimately get her back and it's a really cool little like puzzling uh adventure game so i i enjoyed that a lot that sounds that sounds pretty good yeah that's, that's how um that's kind of how cave story is i guess a little bit yeah look at this uh main character he's adorable oh boy <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a really neat yeah Amanita Design is the developer they're they're cool they made another game that I wasn't able to play yet but it's I think in the same realm of like the art design uh Botan Nicula is the new one that I I guess it's not new it came out two years ago but that's uh their latest release let's see they have a uh, Samaras there's a uh, yeah they do it looks like they do a lot of they've done a lot of short games yeah nice Questionot. <laughs> I like that name. That's really uh that's that's interesting. Also, dude, all right, so here's another idea. Pretty much like I know as we are having the podcast and stuff and we're getting used to talking, there's going to be the moments of dead air and we're going to just have moments where we're like shit, I don't know what to talk about. And yeah, we could like probably cash it at that point if we want, but um I also have like this idea like we can like throw in like one of these two uh conversation games. Um pretty much like if there's two people talking, like there is now, we can do this game. Uh, there's a game called 20 Questions, but I don't want it to be that long, so we I would just cut it down to like 10 questions and maybe give like a, a really vague category. And that way, like, it just gives us like a game to play if we like run out of something to do. Be like, all right, well, I have like something like an obscure as fuck game that I'm thinking about, and you have 10 questions to narrow it down, and maybe you can determine it. And if you win, like, we'll make some kind of goofy like award or something. But, uh, you know, and then other than that, uh, there's like, if there's three of us, say Basta was available right now and we're all having this discussion, there's this game called Walrus, which is pretty much like, uh, like an existential rock, paper, scissors shoot. So I would say something like Chuck Norris and you would say something like Bruce Lee and then Basta would be like, well, uh, Bruce Lee wins. Like, so he'd be able to pick like, which is the winner of the rock, paper, scissors shoot. And you can pretty much do that with any noun of at all. Be like volcano. And then you'd have to like come up with something that would top that. So that's just yeah. some like some interesting little things we can do to keep our, our, keep our listeners interested and hopefully be somewhat like get some kind of funny result. That sounds like a good idea. I do want to talk about programming, and I also want to talk about us, like, designing a game front-to-end, because, like, I think this team of people, holy shit, we could really get something sweet. It doesn't have to be, like, amazing, but it could just be, like, a cool thing for all our of our portfolios and just something to do in our off time, and it'll make us look really good. Yeah, about that off time you were just talking about, Doug? <laughs> Dude, no, that's the thing. You don't have to necessarily be, like, <laughs> heavily influencing it. You could just be, like, a spiritual, like, I want to help with the design and stuff. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, because I've had, like, like right now, between not having, well, between not cleaning my apartment, which I need to do before my parents get here, and, like, work, I've had, like, maybe two hours, <laughs> so... Yeah, I know how, geez, that's, yeah, life after school is just like, you have no free time. Yeah, but you get paid, so that's nice. Exactly, true, very true. Yeah, I'm, I don't know, I got this job thinking it'd be like an easy job, and now it's not anymore. <laughs> yeah, so what's going on with that? Like, what are you up to, like, on a day-to-day basis? Uh, well, basically, I take databases that are two or three years old, and I try and make them work on a brand new application that somebody wants. And uh, it works out about, well, so far, 0% of the time. 
because okay. these are like, I don't know, it's like right now I'm working on a project that is three projects are trying to merge into one with three separate databases with no relation whatsoever. Oh. So it's it's going about as well as, as it can go. <laughs> that sounds as, like, nightmarish as possible, man. Oh, like, do you have any help? Are you pretty much the sole, like... I'm not um, sure how I want to put it. There's there's another guy who like knows more PHP than me for sure. The only problem is that uh, he is a senior project lead, so oh. you can't really be going up to your boss and being like, "I don't know why this isn't working." Maybe you could look at it. Yeah, I see what you mean. But it's not hard. It's just I don't know. It's just rebuilding tables and like. I don't changing huge amounts of data, but I work for the hour, so that's that's not okay. a problem with me. <laughs> nice, yeah, definitely, that's cool. And I I bet it's just like your days go fast when you have that much shit to take care of, because God, that's a lot on your plate. Yeah, uh, you'd think so. Um, it, uh, it, it you know if it's going well, it goes fast, which it's never going well. So it's usually just like mind numbing for a while, but. The nice thing is, is if you finish something, like you're pretty much done for the day. So I don't know. It has its good ups and downs, I guess. Yeah, I can imagine. That's cool. Nobody, nobody. I mean, I'll, I guess people do code for the fun of it, but at a certain point, you code because you're getting paid to. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't yeah. be working on this company's, you know, radiology image library for fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, whatever. Week two. I, I do think it's funny that week two of me being here, they've given me two, like, major front-facing sites to deal with, which, like, I can't I can't be getting into too much because I signed some papers, but, uh, and I didn't read them, so I'm not really sure what I'm <laughs> oh, about. Geez. But, uh, yeah, they've given me two pretty major projects right off the bat, so it's like, oh, you just got here. Let's give you two major projects, and if you fuck them up, our entire company's reputation is ruined. Oh, jeez. I bet it's pretty much their way of saying, let's uh, let's see how serious this kid is and how much he can handle. Because, like, maybe deep down they're like, maybe he can't handle this and they have a backup plan. But maybe, otherwise, if they are pretty much putting everything on your shoulders, that's a big responsibility and, oh, shit, you'll, you'll be a, fine. I made a mistake um, when I got the job. Like the application requirements were like must know HTML and CSS and some JavaScript. I made the mistake of helping out someone with PHP when I got there, and they were like, "Oh, you know PHP? Good. Nobody else here does, so all the PHP is going to be for you." All right, oh, that's not fair. <laughs> so when's this project due? Oh, tomorrow. Oh, all right. Well, that's not going to happen, but whatever. So that was um, week one. What uh, what integrated development environment do you guys use? Uh, we're using a thing called TeamSite, which is utter nonsense. Oh gosh, what is that like? Something in the cloud or something? Um, it's basically a content management system and like a, a development test and a production platform. But it's it basically tries to fuck with you every time you use it. So like case in point, if if you know anything about PHP, you know that you know you generally store user data in a session, um, mm-hmm. which is like com- it's not even best practice. It's it's to a large degree only practice. 
Like, it's the only way to do certain things without compromising, like, security big time or, like, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, TeamSite doesn't let you use sessions at all for no reason. No one's explained why. They just say, don't do it. So oh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, that sounds like it's not... That's backstepping. Well, and it's, it's funny because a lot of this, like, the two projects I've worked on, one is an image library for doctors only, and the other one is a sales rep evaluation form for registered users only, but all of their data is being stored in cookies, which is incredibly easy to, like, hack into. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just it's just a bad setup. I'm kind of, like, you know, getting my eyes open to how all this, like, banking shit and everything goes wrong because it's, I don't know, it's just set up poorly. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, and that's, like... And that's the thing, that's why there's so many people capable of taking advantage of that, and that's why they do, and it's just nuts. Dude, even where I work, it's just such a small business, but um, the president of the company has his own little side business where he sells, like, I think, like, antique cars or something like that, and his car business maybe has, like, uh, about, like, 10 email addresses and, like, and, like, its own little system, and that was getting hacked, like, hacked like crazy, like, a lot of just, like brute force attacks like get and then one time he got one of the users accounts and was just like wreaking havoc and it was interesting because my boss then uh the vice president of the company came up to me and was like showing me how like this hacker was like basically fucking shit up and he was basically put an end to it it was really interesting but i was just thinking to myself like really you're gonna attack like this small scale of a business but yeah they'll pretty much attack anything it's just unbelievable well, basically what they do is they're trying to get a password that they can use for something more important because oh, like, yeah. a lot of people reuse passwords. Definitely. And that's so, the like, thing. if your bank is an email login, then, like, and they can get your password off of some shady website you went to, then yeah, they're they'll probably uh, try and log into something more important with that. Yeah, exactly. And the, the thing about these email addresses for, like, the car business, I'm pretty sure how he probably got in was one of the user's password was probably something as simple as password, and it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you got to do something better than that. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, so many people just do, like, one, two, three, four, anything really ridiculous. It's, like, surprising how... I want to find the statistic on how many people use stupid passwords like that. It's just, like, I use, like, a 15-character, like, uppercase, maybe a exclamation point, like, some weird shit going in there just to, like, really... If you brute force that, you're, it's going to take a long, a lot longer. But even still, they probably would be able to figure it out. But well, basically, like the way I understand what they do is they might have like a five gigabyte text file with just things that they think are passwords or other people have used as passwords, and they just keep attacking the form or whatever it is with that text file. So eventually, like. You know, if you've any combination of the word password, no matter how you yeah. spell it out, it's going to find that pretty pretty quick. Well, one and thing it just runs through the whole dictionary, the whole dictionary, like, with the number up to 100 appended to it. Like, there's, I don't know, it's, make your password something, something that isn't a word in the dictionary. <laughs> exactly. My my boss went around uh, to the data entry team. I was actually in the room when he did it and was pretty much telling everyone, you should all change your passwords. And he was like pretty much telling everyone to make it all kind of like leet 
and be like, oh, if you have a an A in your password, change it to a four, or a, an E, change it to a, a three. And I'm like, <laughs> that's hilarious. So. Now you have P at sign S-S-W-O-R capital T. <laughs> that sounds good. I bet that'd be harder to hack, but who knows? That's probably in that text file the, somewhere. The most secure password in existence. <laughs> But uh, speaking of that, I think one good way to do it is just to string uh, a couple of words together or maybe even write them backwards or something crazy. That that would really, I don't think many uh, brute forces would figure that out. But I'm sure, you know, if you put it online, there's a chance somebody's going to break into it. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we were capable of throwing some programming talk in. Like I always want that to happen in this show. I just feel like it's gonna go down the wayside and we're always just gonna be talking gaming, but I definitely want to just keep in the loop with what we're up to and like the struggles we have and who knows, maybe we'll just t- touch on some cool shit. Dude, so I was thinking about awkward moment of the day or week. I like that. That sounds great because I'm sure that'll happen uh multiple times a week. So it doesn't <laughs> Does it even have to be about anything we're talking about? Just awkward moment that stood out to you in the past seven days. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely... Uh, I think any one of us will be able to contribute to that, so that's a great one. Well, that'd be a good one, too. Like, if, if we can, I'll do it at once, because I could just do my awkward moment, and then other people can just do theirs. Yeah, no, that's cool. And even uh, maybe our listeners could uh, tweet their awkward moments, too. <laughs> Yeah, all around, all around. Let's well, just share how awkward this world can be. Besides what's happening right now, we can we can uh, expand on that. <laughs> so basically, my awkward moment of the week has to do with this guy in my building, and he is he's a really nice guy. And uh, I I go out to have a cigarette every now and then because obviously you can no longer smoke inside as of 1998. <laughs> so, so my awkward moment has to do with every time I go out there, he's there, which is not a problem. Like, he's a nice guy and everything. The only problem is he is from Kuwait as of, like, three months ago. So he knows no English whatsoever. Oh, like, no. the, the most broken English that you can understand even a little bit. And he always <laughs> tries to convey these super complex, like, ideas. <laughs> he just ends up getting frustrated because he can't speak English. <laughs> is, is he good at uh, writing? Because sometimes, like, the language <laughs> barrier he, like, can be uh, circumvented via that writing. Could, that could be awkward moment of next week when I bring down a pencil and paper and be like, dude, I can't understand what you're saying. Just write it down. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's a little insulting. <laughs> yeah, that, that might hurt more than help. But uh, basically, it turns out every time we go down there, he's there, and I end up just at- telling him that the weather is good <laughs> and rifling down a cigarette and then running back into the building. But the thing is, and the the thing that makes it really awkward, is there's really no way to approach that situation of, like, dude... A, I get that you're not from here. B, I can't understand what you're saying. C, how do I approach this in a way that doesn't make me look either racist or like a terrible human being? Yeah, so that's, can, that's the dilemma. <laughs> yeah. So I've taken the high road and just started smoking in a different place. 
um, which I've been yelled at about now twice. Uh, and even more awkwardly, this is the moment that happened today. I had my pack of cigarettes in hand and was heading back into the building at the same time he was. So oh, it's like, geez. hey. Uh, I, I purposely avoided you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying not to see you today, but looks like it's not working out. Uh, that That is the awkward moment of the of the week. <laughs> oh, man. And, and to make it even... To make it even better, the only thing I could say was it's a really nice day out because he doesn't he doesn't know enough English for me to defend my case. I could have been like I was on the phone. I just I wanted to go out front. You know, I went to the park. Now that registers because he doesn't speak English. Oh man. Well, that about does it for the first episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I hope you got a better understanding of what our personalities will be like. And if you're wondering why there wasn't a lot of Matt in this episode, it's because the next two episodes will consist of me and Matt having much uh, longer discussions about uh, certain mobile games and things we've been playing. So I hope you tune in, and if you get the chance, please give us a a rating on iTunes, and I look forward to talking to you next week.